wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Season six, the season of distancing. Yep, yep, yep. And you know what? It's all good. It's all good because uh, I've always been alone. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, the only thing that we can do, Brian, this in the uh, in this time, as other states are opening up, and you know, we're happy for them. You yep. know, we're just waiting for our turn. That's uh, right. Is watch movies that constantly remind us about how alone we really are. <laughs> uh, and so. This, so that's what we did last week with Lighthouse. That's that's very true. We, Banger of a movie. We uh yeah this week is a little different. This week is a little bit more uh this a little bit more people involved in this movie. Yeah, it kind of makes us happy we're alone now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we are talking about 2016's Train to Busan. That's right, the South Korean horror classic right now. Like I, I suppose. I I think it, it's getting it's getting the respect that it deserves. It's I think it's getting a sequel now. No way. Yeah. It's... But they... Oh, wow. I hope the people that know that watch the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. I... a lot of room there. Yeah, I'm, let me... I'm trying to... Yeah, because I think I saw a trailer for it that, like, uh, it's it's now, like, this kind of crazy gladiatorial humans versus zombie world that they, they're trying to build up. Huh. Yeah. Oh, it's yep. It's called Peninsula. And wow! It's uh, call called Train to Tucson, huh? Oh, well, the three tented. <laughs> I don't think they have a Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But that's kind of cool. Good for them because the movie definitely is a you know big budget blockbuster type uh, type cinematics, and uh, you know from what from what you told me. It did very well. Yes, so. this movie I did I did check the budget, and it's it's a little different than American movies because this movie was made for about uh, ten billion uh, Korean uh, won, I think is the the, the title or the the currency, mm-hmm. and it it roughly translates to about like eight million dollars American. No way. Yeah, something like that. It's it's like huh. not it's not high for an American movie. Like if this was made in America. And the stuff that they pulled off, like this, would be crazy. Like, yeah, seriously. Well, how much did it make? It made over in you in the uh, worldwide. It made about ninety-two million dollars. Wow. Yeah. So it's a. So that is that is quite the profit. It's a it's a big big bump. Yeah. Yep. Wow! Over ten times. 
Yep. So that's surprising because I could definitely see if this movie was made for like thirty million, because mm. uh, they you know they obviously didn't put in the most cutting edge special effects as far as like anything CGI, but outside of but they, it didn't really rely on that much. Most of the movie was you know um, practical effects. Right. So I could definitely see that. But uh, eight million still seems pretty low for the quality of the uh, uh, of the action and and stuff that we got. I guess a lot of the movie did take place in a train slash. Yeah, train a lot of it. Yeah, it did take place in a in a train car that could that they all looked the same. This one. Yeah. There wasn't any like real different like like oh you're in the dining car you're in like the sleeping car you're in like it's just like now you're in like uh one you're you're in one car. Car one. Yeah. Car nine. Car thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, you know, I mean, I have no idea. I don't know anything about Korean like you know. Cinema, K Wood, Hollywood, but uh, Korea Wood. I but, think it's K Wood. You know, I don't know if any big actors, big stars are in there. Actually, you know, it turned um, the the guy who was in the light blue blazer and uh, blue jacket guy. That's my yeah, man. and the uh, and the and the the scarf. He's scarf. gonna be in the Eternals movie. Oh, and I, as Gilgamesh, I think is one of the more prominent roles. Wow. Also, the the surviving uh, baseball player, um, quote unquote, yeah, quote unquote, surviving baseball player. That uh, the skinny boy, he was in Parasite. He was the lead in Parasite. Oh my god! Yeah. So wow. They, so actually, there are some heavy hitters. There are some heavy hitters in there. I was trying to look it up, but I, I still also don't know a lot of like. But then in Korea, like these movies that these guys, these people were in, were also probably like. Like huge, so yeah. like it's a whole well, different world we have to learn. No, I still haven't seen Parasite. Have you? Yes, I did. Oh, it's good. It's very good. I, it's okay. It's not as exciting as this, <laughs> uh, but it is. It does roughly have kind of the same themes with like there is a class system set up. There's a mm. you know family set up. There's the whole thing. Like I, I I do recommend it. Oh, good. I'll check yeah. it out. It's so, on Hulu. This movie, like you said, this movie. It's a Korean zombie movie, you know, which means, which all that means is it's a zombie movie that takes place in Korea. Yeah. Right? But it's, uh, the big twist is that most of it takes place on a train. Yes. You know, so that's what kind of separates this. And the movie, does, for better or for worse, sticks to all of the main tropes and, um, I guess, metaphors and, and uh, themes that a zombie movie could represent and tries its best to, you know, make its own to tell its own story at the same time yeah it does it does miss a few things uh like in a zombie movie but i feel like that's more of budgetary than it is uh anything else i will get to them later on i don't want to i don't want to spoil it right now uh but uh but yeah like you're you're right it does it does key on them very very good very smoothly very quickly uh it doesn't it doesn't even like they, they, they kind of introduce a new way for how the zombies act because like mm-hmm. with, with uh, the original zombies with the uh, George A. Romero they were the slow kind of right. plotting bl- plotting yeah. um, with uh, trying to think who's the next and then then like uh, the next big one was uh, Zack Snyder where they're like fucking old Olympic athletes just sprinting down the, the street yeah the 28 days later type yeah, yeah 28 days later where they all kind of like group together and a little bit more visceral Using tactical, tactical like room clearing techniques. Yeah, exactly. Like they kind of like knew, like, all right, let's 
throw out a couple people here, do this, and like spit up on things. Yeah, and then, then like, you know the genres come full circle, and that has actually got uh, like a, like a, a ton of parodies that are just as successful as the average zombie movie because mm-hmm. yeah, everyone knows about zombies now. In America, yeah. they've kind of been played out because yeah. through like The Walking Dead and yeah, um, and all the other zombie, you know, uh, like I guess I Zombie is another like take on it. Just all the zombie like media that's that's come out in the past like you know maybe eight years yeah it's just really saturated it and we've moved on similar to how like we've moved on from vampires you know after like twilight and stuff like that yeah yeah so. it reached like a peak uh, a peak of popularity because everybody was talking about zombies and you know and then like with the fucking like low budget asylum movies i think they were making some zombie movies too so yeah. it, like it like it reached a point of annoyance and like now like uh yeah i was kind of like when i when i started watching i was like okay zombie movie i know exactly what to expect i know exactly what's coming at what time and then when when it happened like even though like i wasn't surprised when it happened and i wasn't like scared of anything that was going on what i was more interested in was like the performance the actors were putting out Mm -hmm. like that was insane like they were really really good i think the best the best thing that takes this uh, movie away from the others and and uh, sets it apart from is that is how seriously everyone seems to take it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like they, you know, like they're not. Some people are when people are wiped off, you know, and and wrecked. Like everyone's feeling it. They're reacting to it mm-hmm. very strongly. You know, um, there's like a lot of different family dynamics that are. Uh, that, that are like put to the test or, or broken apart or formed um, throughout the film and it you know it really tries to really tries to take a, a, a genre that seems to be just uh, just kind of crumbled up into a ball and it really tries to stretch it out and make something out of it yeah you know, it really tries to iron out all the kinks and like make something respectable uh, and for the most part I think it succeeds I think it's an enjoyable zombie movie you know um, and you could either just be like, you know, I just want to see, you know, some people kill some zombies and some zombies kill some people. You could turn it on, and you can be very satisfied, yeah. or you can uh, put it on and be like, you know what, I want some, I want something that like plays on a lot of the paranoia that's going on right now, or mm-hmm. something that, um, you know, uh, I guess shows like I guess like classism and how and things like that. And you can put this on, and also on a, you know, obviously on a, on a more basic level you know, get that, get that kind of theme too. Yep. No, yeah. And also it's, it's not particularly gory. Like, yeah, it's not, this is one of those, yeah, there was very, I mean, there's some gore in it. Like you do see like people getting like their necks ripped out, but it's like, I've seen a lot worse from a lot less, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, they're not exploding zombie heads. Nobody gets a gun throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Nobody gets anything sharp. You know, all they, the biggest weapon they have is a baseball bat, and even with that, they're just kind of—they're not even like whack. It's not even adult-sized baseball bats. It looks like they have children-sized yeah. baseball bats, <laughs> like Fisher Price. Yeah, like, like little, like baby's first baseball, <laughs> baby's <laughs> first home run. That's what it is. Yeah, and, but, and you know, they—they they seem to. Uh, this movie seems not to really emphasize the rule of like head trauma, right. um, like killing the zombie. You know, uh, because these zombies get smacked in the head a lot, but they never really seem to stop, even no, after yeah. it. It, it kind of seems like it doesn't matter with these zombies. Like, you could, yeah. like, you could do it, and they, they they never give the 
like a uh, an experiment of like, oh, I know how to kill them. It's just you know stab them through the face, you know, like everybody, yeah. like the one Without weak. Their brains, they're powerless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> their one weakness is stabbing them through the brain. But yeah. uh, like yeah, they never they never have that because I feel like in the grand scheme of it, they never should have enough time to figure that out. The yeah. fact that they figure out that they have one kind of tell is surprising. Mm-hmm. And uh, but also coincidental. Yeah. Just circumstantial. They were right about to die, and then they went into a tunnel. That's all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then they, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the biggest weapons are like a a kid's baseball bat, a like a piece of tape, like a book for a little bit. Oh, they did have the the police riot shield. Oh yeah, they had like yeah the little shield, and then a more effectively was a door. They just kept on slamming mm-hmm. doors, and like. Yeah. And and that's it's pretty good because when we like we come from a movie culture where it would be like, well, one of these fuckers have a gun on this train, like someone yeah. has someone has a gun. In America, that's very likely. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but you got to think like now in like Korea and other countries, their gun laws are not as um, what's a what's a proper legal term I could use? Not as loosey goosey as ours right. are, <laughs> where you could. Take a tra- like if you take a train from Pennsylvania to like uh, Virginia, you could carry a gun. Yeah, yeah, you can do those at the same time. Yep. But uh, but also you know this is clearly a civilian train and you know it, it's full of like old people, business people, a sports team, like not really people that would have guns anyway. Right. Exactly. You know? As opposed to like here, you know any. Uh, any train could have like a hunter coming from you know like right. Missouri, you know, and <laughs> and they keep their rifle on, on, you know, they keep that thing on them. I know? also I I do think that it is a like maybe for American movies also the gun like more current movies it would be played for more of a comedy beat where they'll have like a little old lady carry this big ass fucking gun or yeah. like you'll you'll see like this big like a big redneck and then he'd be more scared of the gun kind of like throw you off like expectations like you know uh, but uh with this we, we have you know we do have two little old ladies uh that are the most dangerous ladies in the world <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then we have our uh you know our yeah we do have our troops we have like the weak the weaker character quote-unquote weaker characters uh the, then the uh the stronger carrier uh characters the teen and lovers the teen lovers the kid, uh, the kid, the goon, that the goon, w- and then the selfish business person, the selfish business person, and then the apparently oblivious conductor. He didn't know what yeah. the fuck's going on at all. Like it wasn't until they landed in the first station that he even knew there were zombies. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh, what's happening? What's going on, guys?" Uh, and the, also the the pregnant lady who, you know, goes from about to bust to uh, you know. Climbing and crawling along the uh, yeah the luggage uh, rails. I like that they never like stop the movie to be like her going like oh my water broke and like have like like she's like moving along she's she's up there in her pregnancy but uh, adventure I guess but 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 she's not (laughs) like she's not like she has to be showing because. Or else you would, they needed the visual reminder that she's with child because it adds stakes to her and, and Blue Jacket, right? Right, yeah. But they didn't want it to actually be an encumbrance or a factor into the plot, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. You know, because like I said, we didn't need 
like this movie would not have benefited from a woman going into labor in car number 13 right you know and plus like so, the, the the trip between like wherever they start where they started from to uh busan is apparently it's only like an hour train ride they're even supposed, t- to, be. supposed yeah. to be they're saying like it's an hour train ride so for her to like be like in the middle of it like oh no like it just seemed it would be overbearing and kind of point like kind of cut away from a lot of different things and also like why are you going on a train if you're this close right yeah yeah you shouldn't be traveling traveling? (laughs) yeah so i mean so i'm good i'm glad they didn't fall through that yeah yeah you know at first though the first opening of the movie with that trucker coming in um to the quarantine zone i was uh i was like i was it was like a bad omen for me because i noticed (laughs) that he you know his phone was ringing and he turned and he hit that deer right noticed that as soon as he hit the deer the phone stopped ringing yeah you know? the deer was calling you know? him <laughs> yeah the person was calling him like i guess new then right. <laughs> he's like oh you know what he's gonna need a minute like, <laughs> you know, and like that always gets me when like something when like a phone's ringing and then it causes something in the plot right and then as soon as that thing happens the phone stops ringing like it's not important anymore awesome. you know? <laughs> okay. so that's so that's what happened there and right. uh and so i was like oh i don't know that's a that's a, a pretty simple, like, you know, um, what is it? Uh, you know, everything wrong with from Screen Junkies or whatever. They would, like, blow that up. CinemaSins. Right, yeah. yeah. They would, like, they would why, like how, would this, so, how would this person like, know? Yeah. Yeah. So when I see that something like that, I'm just like, uh-oh. But it ended up, that ended up not really being a factor. The phones phones ended up coming in handy. Yeah, I like um, that, that this one, like, the phones were still, like, functional midway through. Yeah. Where everyone's so like, down. Yeah. yeah, it's like everything's down. What do you mean everything's down? Everything is down. Yeah, every single tower and satellite has been breached and burned down by zombies. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah and also the phones were kind of used as like a, a morality check for our main character. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I really wish that I. Did could... they ever say his name? Yeah, his name's like, uh, so, um, Jesus That's Christ. What I said in the beginning. It's C U. Um, it's Suk U. S e o k w o o. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna try. Yeah. Uh, and his name is, is the actor's name is Yo Yo Jung Y O O J. Sorry, G O N G. Okay. So, well, yep. When the dad. <laughs> yeah. When when da- yeah when dad. <laughs> so when the dad. Yep. Uh, yeah, gets calls like periodically from. Either his friend in the first district or his assistant Kim, mm. who I feel like has to have killed himself. Oh, he did yeah. when he when at the by the end he gave him like kind of like the clearance and he hung off. I was like, oh, he killed himself. Yeah, well, he he did. Yeah, he, he did. did. He was just waiting for that like guild clearance, and right. so he did. But it's it. also like if your guilt is cleared, why kill yourself? Well, because what else you got to what else you got to look forward to? Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, in the, in, like that's that's one of my big things about zombie apocalypses. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go on a real political rant right now, <laughs> but like I feel that uh, zombie apocalypses and everything like that, it would not be like this really wild, like fun adventure for everybody. I feel it would be miserable. It would be quick. We'd all be dead. It would be especially if like a government fucks up, like and they get caught off guard. We're all fucked, ten times fucked over. Yeah. Yeah, and I also think like people's morality won't last through nine seasons. Right. You know, so <laughs> I I feel like people would lose. I mean, you know, this is 
this quarantine is just staying in your house and being perfectly safe right people are losing it you know exactly yeah like but like it like it doesn't make it like it doesn't make sense to me like anybody who'd be like oh yeah you know zombie like zombie apocalypse this zombie like i could definitely do that like also you're not a real murderer you know how i know you're not a real murderer you're still not murdering people right now like it still takes some it'll still take something out of you you just don't go around like oh like oh well i need to hunt and kill like you don't go around killing like fucking deers and shit in real life yeah you're not like just crossing the street oh i've got to kill this deer like no it's like it's a completely different like but i feel also i mean if south korea dropped the ball then we're all fucked i mean come on now yeah i mean they handle look how well they handle you know coronavirus exactly they have some public health uh, institutions that are that are at least competent they have contingency they couldn't handle the zombie outbreak well we don't have a chance exactly I mean, that's... that's a, a very fast spread, it seems. Like, a, like the bite, like... Yeah, it was... kill you and turn you within three minutes. Yeah, it, it was a very plot-convenient uh, bite. You know, yeah. you get bit, you you got maybe... Depending on how well how many lines you have in the movie, you have, like, a minute or so, a minute and a half. Yeah, like, the, I think the, the two last uh, deaths were before, you know... Uh, the the main one right. was the girl right yeah. the you know um the baseball player's girl school the school girl the yeah businessman yeah. right and the baseball player's girl she you know she seen she seizured a little bit and she was back up and killing him in you know maybe 180 seconds right? yeah but the businessman got to have a whole like existential crisis you know um, <laughs> we got to find out his whole motivations yeah it seems like the virus like turns you back into takes you back to the most significant memory of your life before <laughs> turning you into a flesh-eating monster well it would be and then if uh because with the business with the businessman i guess his his most fondest memory was living with his mom before he became a soulless douchebag or like getting lost yeah you know? <laughs> like yeah his big memory was getting separated from me oh maybe he got adopted and he's like oh now i'm a coo of some shitty corporation Stallion buses. Yeah. yeah. At oh, first, it was like, oh, that's useful information. Thank you for telling us that. And then he just became an asshole. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's always that. Yeah. Any kind of survival horror, there's always going to be the one rich guy that prioritizes himself over everyone. But this guy took it to, you know, high levels. Yeah, you know? he, like, instilled fear in other people. He said, like, and they like, it was... Like he, like he played a very good villain. Like he, that, at no time did I ever feel bad for him. No. And like, even when his like his come to Jesus moment was like, nah, yeah, you kind of deserve this. You kind of deserve yeah. this, pal. No, yeah. I was mad that even in death, he still managed to get someone killed. Right. You know. <laughs> you know, first he 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 got Blue Jacket killed. Right. By closing the door. Right. Then he got everyone in that cart killed, you know. Um, then he also got Granny killed. Yeah. Uh, then he got his stooge, blue, like, like, like you know, conductor yeah. guy. Yeah. Not actual conductor, but that guy. T- ticket guy. <laughs> then he got actual conductor guy killed. Yeah. Then he got the, the couple killed. Yeah. You know? Like, dude was just on a, he killed more guys than the zombies. <laughs> yeah, he was, his, like, he was, like, a he was the biggest antagonist of the movie. Like, like the zombies were kind of just a force of their own, but because of him, like, yeah, more people died because of him than actually, like, 
like the more characters we know died because of his hands right which is which is crazy because a lot of like and also that's what I, that's why like he was one of the tropes that didn't get their final zombie payoff because mm. normally those characters like the 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 douchebag like in uh Shaun of the dead it was david and uh not the, the, of the dead it was phil dumpy from it, uh, modern family modern family yeah where they get like the worst death Right. Where like it's saved just for them, where they get like the mo- like they say like the 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 production team saves up all their money for like the worst yeah. death and like we, go, we gotta kill we gotta kill David with this you yeah know? it's like we gotta rip him up limb from fucking limb or lip yeah. or rip him in He's half gotta be alive for all of it yeah but I feel like because they didn't have enough money like it kind of <laughs> it kind of was just like um he could fall off a green screen I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, nobody got really torn from limb, from limb. Yeah. Even the bites, like, you didn't really see, like, you know, like, other things will show you, like, the flesh, like, pulling, like, away, right. or, like, the sinew of, like, the muscles, like, like, between the teeth. Like, they didn't really go that detailed. As a dentist, what do you think of the bite impressions? Good? Good bite impressions? Uh, so, it was, <laughs> it was kind of weird, where, like, so if, I mean, you could kind of bite your hand and, and give yourself your own impression there. As, as we that. all do this, yeah. So it's 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 a little large, right. honestly. They were a little big <laughs> for the average human mouth. Um, and you know, if I were to, I think if they would have, like you know, you could see you could see like the top, like well, let's take the dad's hand, right. right? You could see the top and the bottom rows of teeth going into it. If he was really getting a good bite, then like the top row would be on the back of his hand, and the bottom row would be on like his palm. Right, it would kind of yeah. It kind of looked like he kind of kind of squeezed the top like that. Like yeah. if, you, if you squeeze if your you hand together, you get a little bit of fat. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible he did that, but he held onto it for a long time. But that was all he was doing. Yeah, he. You know? It's like that if he ripped off. Exactly. Yeah, there was no bone to anchor him down. He like his yeah. his hand should have ripped right off. Like right, hand. exactly. Yeah. Um, but if if he did that and just kind of toyed with his food, uh, then yeah, it would look like a smaller version of what. Of what it looked like in the uh, in the movie, but you know it's a movie. You yeah, can't, yeah. You know, it, like I an like, anatomically correct bite is just not. I like when they showed movie. it at the end where you could see like each individual tooth. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's like, damn, that's a good fucking bite. Like, wow, that guy's premolars were like, real large. It's like he must have really seriously invested in those teeth. Yeah, <laughs> his dentist should be proud. <laughs> yeah, I like. I, I don't know if it would uh, like. What if, like, all right, let's say, so, all right, yeah, spoilers for the movie, every, like, we're now just going to bounce around, we're about 26 minutes in. So, at the end, where um, business business dick bites uh, suit dad, and so, yeah, he gets a full, he gets a full bite of his hand, what would have happened if, like, you found out those teeth were, like, dentures, and it was, like, not, re- and, like, he survived, and he's like, oh, hey, everything's cool now. Oh, that'd be a, a cool twist. But, you know, that'd be a cool, like, Shaun of the Dead type twist. Right, like know? a comedy movie, like, not, like, a serious as... Because yeah. also the perform- the virus is probably in the saliva. Yeah. Know? And, like, you know, if you, if you broke skin with the dentures, the saliva would probably get in it. But, you know, if, uh, if not, then, you know, if you're like he took the bite and his dentures came right out... Right. Then, you know, well, you know, Bad. Yeah, it'd be kind of it'd be kind of a funny uh, a funny ploy. He yeah. pulls his hand away. He's like, "Bro, yeah. look at <laughs> my hand! Worse. Oh my god, you have fake teeth!" Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like at the that that end scene, I know we're talking about it a little bit more than I won't jump way back into. We'll go all the way back into the cars of the of yeah. action. 
But I want to. I just want to hit on like the daughter, like the little girl, fucking killed it. Cried her ass off. Oh my god! Like I, I, she, she, like that, that last like five minutes where she's like realizing what's going on and then like yeah. reacting to it. Oof. Unbelievable! Unbelievable work. Great job. Yeah. Great job. They must have actually taken her father away for his. <laughs> they're like, we're gonna kill her. this fucking guy. Fucking. Like behind the camera, they're like pulling her actual dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they have a they have like a little puppy and they have like a gun, just like. Yeah. Ah, ah. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Trust me. <laughs> um. We'd make we'd be great movie makers. Yeah, we we work like the kids could work their normal four hours, but you're gonna have to work for. Yeah, <laughs> but old sprinkles gonna get it yeah. if you don't. Old old ruffles here is gonna the performance of a lifetime. <laughs> oh man, oh, boy, yeah, uh, it it was definitely it was really good. It was really good. She was good. Um, she was good through the whole movie too. Even like you know, child characters and child actors are annoying as hell. Oh yeah, never annoying. All, all she did was was one like stay out of the way, right? And two, called dad called dad out on his bullshit constantly. Yeah, she you know? was she was a good like uh, yeah the morality barometer because he was because when he first started out, he's like we don't look out for we only look out for ourselves. We don't care about anyone else. Only care about yourself. And she's like, "Why? What? Where your mom left you?" Yeah, like, damn. My mom left. <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Because like you think it's gonna be like his grandmother, and like even like her dying words was like, "Oh, your ex-wife's a bitch." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that was like the virus taking over. Probably. Like, yeah, a little bit of the anger. Like. Argh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She wasn't fully herself at the end. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or she just hated his ex-wife. Yeah, probably. I mean, even in yeah. death, she's like, you know what? I just gotta say it. I just, you know. Yeah, you know, I can tell you I love you. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you that you were the best one I ever had. Or I can tell you how much your ex-wife sucks. Yeah. You know? It's like, look, you know, like you know the deal. I, yeah. I've said it all over the place. But here's. I tell you I love you all the time. Yeah. How many yeah. times do I get to tell you how much she sucks? <laughs> you can fill a pool with how many times I told you I loved you. But here's something you don't here's something you don't hear every day. <laughs> Chlorine for that pool. Yeah, <laughs> your life sucks. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I'm dead. Bye. <laughs> Peace. Also, another another weird phone trope when like something happens right. and the the person on the other line is like taken out. You know, it shouldn't just hang up. Yeah, the, she was. I actually said that. I was like, well, at least she's kind enough to hang up before she yeah. dies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Let me slide this over to the side. And the... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you know that that always uh, that's another trope that that a lot of movies do. Like if somebody gets taken out on the phone, it'll just cut off as if the phone got obliterated with him. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, that's an old trope with um, because with old phones when they were attached to wires, if something happened, like if say someone died, they pulled the the phone out of the, out of the yeah. th- and that makes sense. But with cell phones, it's like, oh, it's this extra work where you have to, like, I got to unlock the screen, and then I got to swipe it. And cell phones are durable enough that even if one were to fall, it would crack the screen, but it wouldn't drop the call. Right, like, my whole, the whole gimmick of my phone is that it's meant to, like, withstand getting beaten. Yeah. And, like, I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess they got, the, like, the uh, the good model where you pull it away from your ear and it hangs up. Yeah, right. <laughs> It saves, yeah, I, I don't know. It saves the texture writing and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, that's just a little minor uh, a little minor thing. It doesn't ruin the movie at all. Just, uh, 
in, in a movie in a zombie movie where you use phones to your advantage right you would think that they'd be a little more conscious of those kind of things you know? yeah yeah if you're yeah if you're gonna make a like a major character piece you should you know kind of use their technology the way it should be used like you're right, right. yeah you know and uh but my favorite part of the movie would definitely be uh, them going from train nine to train thirteen oh. to save to save everyone. Yeah, that was cool. That was probably like the most tense, uh, the most creative, uh, and like the the most investing uh, part of the movie. Yeah, you know, I like I like how each car was slightly different. Yeah, how the first one was just like straight up like, all right, let's just beat the shit out of these guys. And then they get it's, through. No piercer with zombies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, and then they get to like the second car, which is full of like you know the baseball team, and then you realize like that kid still is like hung up on it. Right. And they then so they. Can't, which makes sense, you know. Yeah. I would. I don't know if I'd be able to smack the shit out of my friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When when they came when it came on, I'm watching I'm watching the movie uh, at like two o'clock in the morning. So mm-hmm. like they get to that part, and I go, "Oh no, his boys." He's got to <laughs> slap up his boys. Like, I don't know. I can't believe this. Train tennis for the boys. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's when you find out that, like, when they go through the tunnels, like, the darkness kind of confuses the zombies, which is a great, like, um, a, a great, like, counterbalance to, like, these aggressive, like, always present. And apparently the only thing that's holding them back is their bones, which they seem to just kind of, like, snap back and... Like, yeah. everybody's, like, a breakdancer where they have these great, like, bone reactions. I thought that was really impressive, how they had people that were, like, really bent out of shape on the floor. Yeah. And they managed to, like, get up in these, like, really cool ways. Like, I thought that was a really cool effect. Yeah. Like, like it, sometimes, like, they'd have a, one of their arms, like, slopped over their, their head, and, like, they'd manage to get up without, like, ever fixing that arm, you know? Exactly. Yeah, they, and it's... Yeah, like, the, and then, like, they have a... Uh, was it the, the first girl the girl who like stumbles onto the train she like kind of mm-hmm. just picks herself up without even using any like of her upper body yeah really yeah. cool yeah um, and it makes it kind of makes sense that like it's not strength that stops us from doing that it's things like balance and um you know flexibility and stuff and and they don't yeah. i guess the zombies don't don't have to play by those rules also it's confidence know? a lot of it it's 98 percent confidence you know that's and like a backflip is just ninety eight percent confidence. It's true, actually, and so that makes sense that yep. that you know they are just not they don't have those uh, those roadblocks in their yeah. mind anymore. They're they're completely free. They're they're yeah. completely they're not free. at all concerned about their well being. Right. So they can just kip up and do any, all the shit. Yeah. Throw anything anywhere. Yep. Um. So that but that was really cool. But you know they did mention the fourth before the pregnant lady mentioned that they won't come at you if they can't see you. Right. And that once you put the paper mache. Yeah. On the on the door, and then the bum ended up like putting a bag over one of the the zombies' heads. So when he was like using the book, right, he stopped by putting a bag over his head, so he couldn't see him anymore. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice save. Yeah. So yeah. like they so they set it up. What do you they think of like when they finally got to the first station and they let everybody out, and they got to uh, the like the the stairs and the escalator bit. Mm. What did you did you think that whole like setup was like tense like at, at all? Because he was like trying to like. I can't get in contact with my guys. Like everyone's like, and like it's this big wave of zombies that are coming. But when we first, yeah. I feel like when we first see them, it kind of they set the camera up a little wrong because it's like like halves. Like I can only yeah. see their feet, and like I'm like kind of tilting my head to the side. Like ah, I would like to, it would be better to see 
it in full, like a big wide shot of everybody. So you know how far it goes back. But then also, that's probably budgetary. Yeah, they probably didn't have that many people. Yeah. You know, so they couldn't uh, show that much. Um, and it's probably also, like, from the perspective of the people on the escalator. Yeah. You know? but, I, but I do think that was, uh, I, I did think it was pretty tense, like, when they started running at them, like, being able to, like, like see that the escalator people just were going against gravity, going against right. the escalator, <laughs> and how much of a death sentence that was. Yeah. And, and that was, that was cool. And, uh, you know, Blue Jacket, obviously, best character in the movie, taking, uh, but I mean, you know, that's another zombie trope. You got somebody that's strong, brave, compassionate, just the best character, and you yeah. already know he's going to die. Yeah. You know? he's, he was too competent for his own good. Right. Yep. And you already know it was going to be a sacrifice play. Yep. You know? And he's, he's too competent. He's to, going to be a new dad. He's he's like, he didn't give a name for the kid. Like, I was like, right. oh, boy. Like, the writing was on the wall from the start. Yeah, the only thing that I could have uh, expected was the mom to name him after the dad. After the dad died. Right, yeah. You know? to, after Blue Jacket, I mean. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then the other alternative is the dad dies and they name him after the dad or whatever. But, like... It was pretty clear Blue Jacket was was yeah toast. Yeah, yeah, the only one that caught me off guard was that uh, regular dad died. Like that one, yeah. I was like, oh, like okay, like, but the way he died, like that that ending with like, you see him holding his holding his baby, it's like this this is nice. Like this is actually heartfelt. Yeah. Like this is yeah strange for a zombie movie. Right. Yeah, and it was again like the zombie movie like respecting itself to right. a degree, not taking itself too seriously, but you know. It, trying to tell the stories amidst this ridiculous premise. Yeah, I mean they had they had dudes walking around with fucking baby bats. They, I mean, it was it was a hard sell to be serious. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, and they like, and they, I like that they just taped up their forearms. I'm like, you realize you still like have you your shoulder, yeah, you everywhere your else, <laughs> your chest, you know. But I, I, I just didn't have enough tape. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, enough tape for one person split among three people, you know? It's like, yeah, like, baseball guy got his little bat, uh, dad had the, the shield and the nightstick, and then blue jacket just like, all right, well, I got my fists. Yeah. yeah no biggie. Just, just swinging and banging. Let's yeah. do it. And he was the best one. He was, He's like, socking zombies in the face and shit. Like, I would not want to... I w- like, did they say any, like, because I, maybe I missed it, but did they say anything to his backstory? Was like, yeah, you know, like, I'm yeah. a... I'm like a cage fighter or some shit. Like I'm in the. I thought he was like mafia or something. He was too nice to be in the mafia. I don't know. He... Right. <laughs> he didn't come off that nice in the beginning. It kind of. So came... I thought I, yeah. I thought he would be like a bodyguard, and like whoever's in the bathroom is like, like a yakuza boss or something. Oh okay uh-huh. okay. But then when his when his wife came when his you know his girl came out, I was like ah, he's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I I because like he was just. He threw that one like he threw that one guy up into the fucking into the roof. <laughs> he's like oh, bam, bam. Like I was like, damn, this dude, like this dude is fucking cool. It sucks that he's yeah, gonna die. Right, being that cool. Yeah. Um. Well. Um. So yeah, with the two with the two grannies, the most dangerous characters in the in the movie. Highest death count. Yeah. <laughs> they they are uh, like because it, it kind of felt like one of them was just like a younger actress with like a goofy wig on. Mm-hmm. like the one with the afro the one that was like in the cart right the yeah one that, the, the second one the second one yeah the one that wasn't like the one who was like why are you you know kind of the bitchier yeah. one yeah but, but yeah like she had like they had this kind of like this great arc where 
the the one who like always takes care of people took care of people like she sacrificed herself in mm-hmm. a way and then her sister just goes all like ah fuck this opens a like yeah. opens a door on a submarine basically i figure i figure she's it was like a mix of like i don't want to live without her right and like if these people are the reason that you're dead yeah so they don't shouldn't they shouldn't get to live it's so that's yeah. very cruel that is a very cruel move though it was pretty fucked yeah, yeah it was pretty fucked <laughs> i mean you know as she saw that they got the good people out in time she saw that the dad like tried to get her out of there yeah but (laughs) what i what i was what i found kind of funny was like the extras that whoever like was in that last car like the extra people and one of the dudes looked like and i I don't want it to sound mean or anything but he looked like a young korean paul mccartney from the Beatles, (laughs) and he was just like going after these people like like take it easy, Paul. Like, I, yeah, I remember those one like I, like when the businessman convinced everyone, turned everyone against them. And I was like, you know, yeah, you shouldn't be here. And then the one guy's like, get the fuck out! Exactly. It's like you gotta go. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, the one guy who's behind guy over there. He was like, behind he, them the whole really time. Upset. Like, <laughs> it's like, damn, bro. It's like take it easy. Yeah, man. You catch more. You that. catch more flies with honey than vinegar, bro. <laughs> It's like that's a pregnant woman and a five-year-old you're yelling at. You have, you have to be seriously buying into that guy's fucking mojo to be like, "You little girl, get the fuck out of here." Yeah. Also, we've been following the strain from the outbreak, right? Right. We have no experience of anybody getting bit, and then it not, and then like hanging out long enough to not immediately turn. Right. Right. This whole we're in, he's infected thing. Like I get it. It's you know to stir up paranoia. But anybody can look at this guy. He's like, look at his eyes, and his eyes are so normal. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and he's like forming full sentences. You know, he's standing up straight. He's not attacking anyone. He's very composed. Yeah. He's there taking care of his daughter, <laughs> and like, it, it, it's like, how did that convince everyone? You know. I, I feel that's that's like one of those things of like, it, it may be one of these like you know like. Uh, the Mexicans, they're rapists, they're drug dealers, they're coming from all over the place, they're taking their, yeah. you know, kind of stoking those fears. Because right. it, it is, like, it is, it is like, an unbased claim. This guy's like, well, he attacked me because I'm a dick. So, obviously, yeah. he's in the wrong. <sighs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, got them all killed. Yeah. So. And if they didn't leave, Granny might have gotten them killed, too. I'm surprised Granny didn't go with them. But Yeah. Because the, the schoolgirl did. Yeah, school schoolgirl was all about, you know, Parasite guy. All about Bay, yeah. yeah. Parasite Bay. <laughs> Man, so... You know, funny thing about Parasite Bay, like, it made me feel really good. And uh, it's like, all right, this is clearly, like, Asian cinema. Yeah. When uh, Blue Jacket's like, yeah, how tall are you kidding? And he, like, straight, like, <laughs> up and everything goes, he goes, like, <laughs> I'm 5'9". And he goes, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I do like it that in like the, those moments it's like they were they did have enough like levity and yeah. the fact that like like Blue Jacket was so like wise beyond his time because yeah. he gave the dad advice even though he didn't have a kid at the time. Where did he where did that come from? Exactly. Like, it was like, you know what? He told him what he needed to hear. Yeah. Yeah, when he had no way of knowing that. Yep. <laughs> what he needed to hear, yeah. <laughs> Like it would have been, it would have been nice to hear like, uh, like if if 
regular dad found, like we knew that he didn't have a dad or he wasn't like close with his dad so he doesn't know how dad should act but like right. but then again we don't have that much time we, we're we're strapped to a like a, a fast train going down to Busan so a yeah, lot of that yeah. a lot of that side fluff we don't have time for yeah, I wouldn't do the trick yeah um, I also think that it's meant to be I guess understood that he just always put himself into his work. Right. So he never, I guess, you know, it, it, he just never spent any time with the wife or the kid, you know? So that's why he just doesn't know how. Yeah. He, he saw it as sacrificing for them while they see it as him trying to get away from them. Yeah. And it was interesting that the guy kind of like cut him some slack for it. Like Blue Jacket, like he yeah. went from like, Oh, so you're a bloodsucker that you know doesn't know anything about about your kid, huh? Right. Like, yeah. Let me like let me guess. You missed her birthday, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. To like to like you know one day she'll appreciate you. You know you were just doing the right thing. You're like <laughs> that seems a little like I get his wife's behind his ears, but like right. you weren't saying that a minute ago. Well, no, know? I think it's also because it came right after they like fought all those zombies, so he knew like like this dude's all right. Like he he saved like he kind of stepped in and helped him out. So mm-hmm. it's like all right, like you know what like. I don't have time to hold on to hostilities. We're trying to get my trying to get my pre- my slightly pregnant wife out of the bathroom, yeah. and you know, he's like, you know what? Like this guy, he, it looks like he needs to hear it to keep going on. So, and that's like that's yeah, like how wise the character is, where he's like, you know what? You need this. You need this to keep going. If you if you right. keep on hearing that like, oh, you're not a good dad or anything like this, it's going to be detrimental to us. Yeah, and they probably I, I guess his own perspective might have shifted from. This guy's just, you know, a selfish piece of crap to, all right, well, clearly he cares about his daughter. Right. You know, he just hasn't been doing it right. He came up with the idea of scooting across the the luggage rack, which would have easily broke. Broken, made a shit ton of noise. You know, like, it should not. Also, like, the way they were, all their plans just happened to give just enough, like, time underneath the tunnels to work. Right. You know, when he like was doing, he's like like five seconds, and their plan only needed five seconds to work. And then another plan, another tunnel was like fifteen minutes long, and that's exactly how long they needed for their plan to work. You know, I was like, when I was like, just do this cell phone thing over and over again. Just again, take, just take the cell phone. Other people's cell phones. Yeah, yeah it works. It's like, don't do the, like this is stupid. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, maybe they figured like they didn't have they had too many people or it wasn't fast enough to get over that time. I don't know. <laughs> to do it that time to do it again but that's the first thing i thought of too i was like you know baseball player has a cell phone just use his yeah and then when you meet up with the the wife she has a cell phone yeah the little girl had a cell phone she doesn't need it yeah who's she calling right now yeah come on so yeah but i mean it worked yeah Yeah, and they all survived so you know it also it also adds to the variety of like you can't escape the same way it's the right. Mr. It's the Mr. Freeze level in Arkham City. Like you can't do the same thing can't twice. Can't do the same thing twice. You got. Yep. You can only do it once, and you got to use the right thing at the right time. And it also, you know, that's what that's what the whole sequence was about, right? It was about yeah. each train being slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm also I was surprised they didn't try to like get on top, like that's... climb on top or go down the sides. You know? I was exact. I was gonna say the exact same thing. Like just climb on top, bro. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, that's dangerous too, but is it flesh-eating zombie dangerous? It's like, know? what would you prefer, you know? Yeah. If people walk on trains all the time and... Yeah. You, know, you don't even have to stand up. You could just belly crawl on the top till yeah, you get exactly, there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, that was surprising that nobody thought of that. You know why they didn't do it? They couldn't shoot it. Can't afford it, yep. Yeah. 
I think they only had maybe like really get that kind of shot. I think they maybe in on set they maybe had like three cars, like the three cars that connected to each other. Mm-hmm. So they would just kind of like switch the, the camera to like each yeah, side. Like, sure. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent sure that they just made up the same two cars over and over. Yeah, they just cleaned it and reset it. Like, okay, this car has to have this and that. Like, <laughs> like I wouldn't be surprised if you know most of the movie took place in one train yard. Right. You know, and like they would just use like a couple of abandoned like loose cars, and you know when when they weren't doing that, they were using like. A, a car that was like three trains long you know <laughs> one thing one thing that i that got me i was like wow there's a lot of bathrooms on this train every car has every car has two bathrooms like it's like damn like every car had like four bathrooms <laughs> it's like this is definitely not the long island railroad like i'll tell you that yeah. well that's i think that's because they were all the same car yeah they were all the same yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um is there anything we're forgetting i feel like this movie is it's quick. It's it's great. Like it's great. And it's like how kind of tight it is, and there are like some holes, obviously, but like it's pretty like you know like a train. There's not a lot yeah. of not a lot of space, and I like the the way that they moved around the train. There wasn't like anything like anything super crazy that they did. Like no one did like some like three sixty spins off like the top of the the chairs and shit. Right. Uh. The like, the ending where the the fire train hit the the old train and knocked like oh yeah like that was a great bit of like tension and yeah if all these zombies like right against your face yeah yep. i was like that's like that could be a i was like who did universal produce this because that could be a horror nights thing baby like yeah right <laughs> yeah that was a cool uh that was a cool again like they managed to do the zombie thing uh to make it scary again in a couple of times not like to make us jump but to make right. you think like ooh, that's that's not a that's not a nice thing to thing to be in. Yeah. Um. And, but you know one thing that that got me like obviously this obviously this thing's not going to be airtight. Right. You know it's not supposed to be. But the guy called and goes like oh like at the and it's like you know five six into the movie you know there's maybe twenty minutes left right. and then Kim calls back and Kim's like sir it was uh, like they said that the the virus came from Wyas Biotech that was what we were working on. Like, is this our fault? Like, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I feel you know? that that was also to set up the scene of when he was trying to wash the blood off of him. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's such, like, a symbolic thing. It's like, oh, he can't wash this blood off because it's, it's all on him. He was, he was a finance guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like he was working on any of this. He had any say in any of this. He knew about any of this. Right. None of that. He just did the finance. Or maybe he did. Actually. He could have, like, broke the news, I guess. Yeah, because remember in the beginning, they were like, oh, these, the fish are dead, and he saw something like that, and he told Kim to, like, take out all the shares or something like that, yeah. right? Yeah, to, uh, to to sell all the stock or some shit. Yeah, because, like, he knew something was going down. When I when I saw that, I was like, god damn, that shit happened already with us? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, god damn yeah, it. We already had that stuff. But, you know, I think, uh, but there's a difference. There's a difference between saying, like, all right, this is clearly going wrong. We have to... We can't invest in this anymore. Right. To, like, we caused this. Yeah. You know? It's like... Like, they had no idea. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know. So that was like a... That was was thin for me. That was a thin, like, plot. Yeah, that that felt the most, like, staged. It felt the most, like... It was shoehorned at the end. Yeah. There was, like... There was... It it was that very, very first beginning scene. And then it was never mentioned again until that part. Yeah, like, this guy's crying in his apartment all the time. And he's like... You know what I'm waiting for? 
just a TV report to tell me, you know. Yeah. And also, like, I think it takes away from the that this that these these people are just random average people that this thing just happened to, right. and they're just trying to survive. Right. Instead, but if you tie this guy so personally to the virus and insinuate that he might have had any personal culpability, mm-hmm. not only does it make it really hard to forgive him for right. that, uh, but it also like it takes away from it, it makes him less relatable. Yeah. You know? Because he's not just a guy trying to survive. He's, like, actually involved in this. He's, he's we Billy's... In position, like he, obviously, none of us would be involved right. to that level. We'd all just be trying to survive. He's basically, so, like, he, he turned out from, like, to from uh, Jack and Titanic to Billy Zane and Titanic, where it's just, like, yeah, he's he's a part of this, and he's doing, like, it looks like he's doing something real shitty to get safe. He's, yeah. He's, like, you know, but... Uh, and it's kind of, it's also kind of, like, uh... You know, and like it's like a it's like a cliche in like fantasy movies or like I guess movies in general where like you you just turn out to be the chosen one. Right. You know, <laughs> it's like oh yeah, it was me all along. Like I, I this was destiny. Like I'm special. It's like you know, look like at that. Ends up being a lot more special than <laughs> right. than they should be. You know. Yeah. That's annoying sometimes to me. Oh, sorry, sorry. But uh, I feel like it just it's trying to sell. That the that that the character is important and we should care for, about the character, right? Without earning it, you know. I it's telling us that they're important instead of them doing things to make us right. understand. I no, mean, yeah. not this, that guy also did, did. I mean, the dad also like proved his worth as a character, right? You but know? then it's uh, like, it, uh, it, fine. Yeah, so, but, but he really didn't need that. Yeah, but know? it was like a hurdle he could not clear himself. Like there yeah. was no like, there was no redemption to that. And like you think like. Cause yeah, when Kim says like, "Is this our fault? Is this my fault?" Like you know, and he's like, "No, no, it's not your fault." And then when Kim obviously killed himself, and he's like, "Well, now, like, cause you, he spent the whole movie basically like clearing these articles. Like, am I a good father? Am I a good you know person? Am mm-hmm. I am I caring? Can I can I be something more?" And here's mm-hmm. this one last thing where it's like, "No, no, you can't do anything about it. Like you're fucked." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, all of this is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I get. Did it? I don't. I don't even. Th- it didn't even really lead to his like decision to sacrifice himself to save his daughter. No, because that would have happened anyway. Right. He would have. You know, it, it was. It was. It was half baked. You know, it wasn't. You know, thought out well. Yeah. Um, and it showed. You know? I I feel like they could have probably an easier out would have been the, the business guy. Like that would have been, if he yeah. was. If he was a COO of that company, or if he was like the the CEO or whatever, if he was in charge of that company and like, kind of like, yeah, it's my fault. Like that would have been know, fine. Even that is like, oh, so they just happen to be on the same train as like the guy who started all of this. Well, you, you know, know, South Korea. It's very, very sparsely populated. It's not that. There's not a lot of people. <laughs> it's just like in New York City where you could run into the same people over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like very. Almost, it's very. Like every like rom com. Yeah. There's only the, like, like maybe a million people at these places at most, and most of them were zombies. <laughs> uh, it's uh, I, you know, I think I think it was fine to make him the the owner of a completely unrelated company. Right. I think that I think that works so that he's got a little bit of information, but he's definitely not. Um, he's definitely not 
tied to to it in any way to the outbreak. Right. His, it, that's his selfishness. You know, and I thought I think that's like the best capacity to have him in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I think anything that connects anyone to it to the outbreak on a grander scale is uh, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much, and it doesn't fit the genre of average people trying to survive. Right. Yeah, you know? and at the end of the day, that was definitely what they put, what they emphasized. The grand, yeah. the granny sisters were the owners of that company. They're the reason. <laughs> that's yeah. why they killed so many people. Yeah, yeah, that's why she opened the door. She yeah. was like, "No one can survive." Now the circle is complete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt, we're about fifty-six minutes in. Um, oh, wow. let's give this sucker a grade. Let's, uh... Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm thinking, thinking a six or a seven. I'm thinking a seven and a half. Oh, I, wow. I super enjoyed this movie. I found awesome. myself tearing up a little bit by the end, too. Yeah, I mean, the end scene was pretty, pretty touching. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, all right, that's not, so that's a movie mayhem seven. The movie mayhem seven. High praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, you know, we haven't done that in a minute. I think for zombie movies, this is one of, like, if the best zombie movie, I guess we could say, is Shaun of the Dead, this is yeah. definitely, like, close to it. Yeah. And it's and that's I think it's impressive that it comes so close in enjoyability to Shaun of the Dead because yeah. Shaun of the Dead has the obvious, like, upper hand being a parody of the franchise, right? Right, yeah. So they can make all these, do all these things tongue-in-cheek, but these guys have to do all these things you know, um, like non unironically, right? Yeah, and they'll make it work. You know? Yeah, like when the when when Blue Jacket sacrificed himself. I'm like, this is when Ed sacrificed himself in the Winchester. But like, I never felt like, ha ha, there's a thing. But I was like, right. like no, that's my guy. Like, yeah, and he like he still held on. You could see him shaking off the infection. Like, yeah, like, dude, so cool. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> oh, and then he was never like he never. You never. He also died with dignity. Like you never saw him get ripped to shreds. He right. just got overrun. Yeah. You, know? you also I never saw him again cool. after that. He never was a. He. You never saw him after that. Right. Right. Which I appreciate too. Yeah. Because yeah. he probably couldn't so. come back from shooting. He's like, I gotta go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> like I got a call from Marvel. It's probably nothing, but yeah. I should. I should go for that. I gotta run. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it. I think it's a. I think it's a really enjoyable zombie movie. Is I mean it came out four years ago, so it's not going to revitalize the genre, but no, yeah. you know it's nice to see that the genre went out on a good note with yeah. a movie like that. Yeah, know? and it's good to see like, and if they're they're doing a sequel, it's like at least this has some stable ground to go off of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows like, how the sequel's going to go? Hands. Yeah. It's not going to be like uh, let's see, like like kind of like um. Oh, you know what? Let's say Death Wish. Right. Bruce Willis bringing back Death Wish, <laughs> and de- and that would that came on the tail end of the older person with older person's family member gets uh, gets killed or taken, and they have to the taken formula. Yeah, the taken formula. Yeah. Old old white guy beats up young people. Yeah, like ne- all I think maybe forty percent of Netflix's inventory between. 2016 and 2019 right. were just ripoffs of Taken, right? Right, yeah. And so Death Wish, I feel like, was um, the nail in the coffin for that franchise when people were like, all right, we're, we're done making this. Because it was after, like, the seventh school shooting of that year. Yeah, and, no, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was just like, Bruce Willis clearly didn't care about what he was doing. You know, it, it would, you know, that's like, that's not that crazy from Bruce Willis. 
But like you know, it just like was a very poor like note for that whole like I heard, bad action. I heard the Jackie Chan one, the Foreigner, is actually very good. The Foreigner's good, yeah. but that doesn't feel like Taken to me. It is Taken. Yeah, it's one hundred percent Taken. But it's like done. I don't know. It feels different to me. Because it's Jackie Chan. That might be it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but that's but no, it's like the same thing as this, where right. like it takes itself seriously and focuses on the people. Right. Okay. You know, which Train to Busan does. Yeah. Instead of uh, trying to make like a seventy-two-year-old man look like he's kicking ass. Look at look know? at Liam Neeson hop this fence. How many exactly. cut, How many exactly. cuts can it take? <laughs> it also helps that Jackie Chan actually still kicks ass. Yeah. So that doesn't hurt either. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, guys, you could check this movie out on Netflix. Uh, it's yeah, a hell of a lot it. of fun. And in these crazy quarantine times, I think it's. It's actually kind of a, a good movie. It's like it's a it's a fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it gives you a little bit of that, that fright, a little bit of that fun. You know, it's a good time. Yeah, and uh, and the, the little bits of quarantineness are kind of relatable. Yeah, nowadays. I mean, we could have uh, we could have watched Willy Wonka. That's that was one of the <laughs> options. Which one would, were you pitching? Actually, the original one, the one with Gene Wilder. Oh, okay. That's on Netflix but now too. That that movie I've seen it many times and it, it I remember creeping me out. I don't know. It probably still will. Still they, will. My when I had braces, the orthodontist used to play that in the in the when you were in your uh, oh whatever when he was fucking around with your teeth. So yeah. he would play that. <laughs> he would play that on. He's like, I just play it for the kids. You know, they seem to like it. I'm like, yeah, I'm just finishing. Yeah, you know, I guess my so. My office played Pixar movies. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it played it played a Bugs Life a lot. <laughs> the yeah. cheapest one to get. <laughs> I, I think a Bugs Life is also actually like. Renew around the time too. <laughs> it came standard with every DVD player, Bugs. Life. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. So that's the shoot. Uh, as always, you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. You can email us Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail Or you could buy some shirts, some pillows, some surgical not surgical masks, but like masks over at yeah. at backslash Movie Mayhem Podcast with a D. Yeah, if you want to contribute to capitalism once again, like trying to, you know, profit off of yeah. you know, a, a pandemic. <laughs> well, the if you buy a mask, they do donate a, a, a I think, an N95 to hospitals. Oh, okay. So if you, then, they, never mind, do it, guys. If you, really yeah, good. if you buy, but I was like, if you buy one, you you give one. I was like, these masks like really cost like four dollars, and you're asking for fifteen. Yeah. But hey, yeah. it's it, they're doing a good thing, and like always, you could. Always donate to certain causes like Meals on Wheels, Long Island Cares, and uh, certain other places. I just want to mention coming out this Wednesday is uh, that the the sideshow that we've been doing. Uh, our good friend Justin is on it this week. Uh, yeah, man, Justin, who's uh, been an ER nurse this whole time. Yep, he's been he's been there from the jump. Uh, he tells me he, he I recorded this like two weeks ago, so. He's he's been you know he tells me what he's been up to he tells me what he's been doing in the hospital, you know. He's, and that dude works tirelessly before. Yeah, you know. And he's he's a very good dude, and uh, you know I waste his time for about an hour. So. Yeah right. <laughs> he has maybe three hours when he's not in the hospital, and he spent one of it with you. So yeah, I know. I've, that's I've, worth checking out. You know? Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, next week. Hopefully, who knows? Where, where, who knows where we'll be next weekend? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But until then, stay safe and yep. peace out. Wear a mask. It's not just for you, it's for everyone else, dummies. That's right. That's right. Don't be stupid. Every time I have to tell that to people. Yeah, just to the same people. It's the same people. Yeah. Just wear every a, time. Wear a fucking mask. It's not that hard. 
where they'll a come fucking back, man. They'll come back like two days after like we had the conversation. They'll just be like, but you know, I heard the mask doesn't actually protect you. And I was like, we talked about this. <laughs> like, I know it's for other people. That's and they'll right. come back and be like, but why? What's the point of wearing it if you, you can get it anyway? And it's like. It's like... What are you doing? Like, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. But still, wear your mask, motherfuckers. Yeah. See you later. Everybody.